Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Gwinnett, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our show called Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. This is Dom Rainey. I'm usually the co-host, but for today, I'll be your host. Our regular host is usually uh, Nicole Toptas, uh, who is not feeling well today, so get well soon, Nicole. We miss you in the studio. Our producer, Mike Salmon, will be my co-host today. And uh, hey, Mike, how you doing? Good, Dom. Thanks for, for asking. I appreciate it very much. Hopefully, Nicole will get better uh, quickly, but I'm glad to help out today any way I can. Thank you. Uh, hey, uh, we've got another great show lined up for today, and uh, so let's uh, introduce our guest. Joining us from Mosaic Corporation is Ken Kingery from a company called Promosation Correct. is Steve Buddy. And running out our panel today is Gary Lewis with Carrington Mortgage Services. Hey, Dom. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for being on the show. First up is Ken Kingery, principal uh, with Mosaic Corporation. Ken, tell our listeners how you're, what, about your company and uh, what you do. Oh, it's pretty easy. We are uh, a company that just focuses on taking other businesses paperless. So we uh, take business processes paperless, and we focus on the getting the paper out of any kind of business process. Uh, Gary's sitting right across the way is in the mortgage lending business. So in his world, it would be um, eliminating the paper from the very beginning all the way through to the end of that process. So what's new at Mosaic, Ken? In a word, everything. In the past year, we've got a brand-new content management system that is uh, totally web-based, and we have some uh, new capture products, new capture software, and uh, this puts us in a position to basically answer any issue or any question related to any company's uh, desire to go paperless. And so uh, along that line, what are the most uh, recent trends? What are some of the most trends in, um, in document management? There are actually right now about four, let's call them megatrends. And um, the first one is a lot of companies, they want to go cloud-based. So they're trying to get away from uh, ha- hosting their own solutions. They want to put things on the cloud. They want subscription-based uh, purchasing options. So that's the first big trend. The second big trend is about the mobile workforce. What they're trying to do is uh, enable people to access documents from anywhere, at any time, any place. Because let's face it, people work from home, people are on the road, and you can't uh, always be inside the building you know, headquarters to access documents. So that's the, the second big trend is this mobile workforce. The third mega trend here is uh, what I'd call the need for automated rules-based workflow. And in that instance... Uh, things that people did uh, that people did in the past that really could be done better by a computer, let's turn it over to the computer. Right now, computers are intelligent enough so that you can actually program a workflow that has rules in it that can accomplish what a human could, but in far less time. So let's let let's let the computers do what they do best. And then finally, the 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 last big megatrend that's the one that's the most let's call it sophisticated is what we call intelligent capture. So I'll get into more of that in a few minutes, but that basically, you know, you don't have to depend on the mailroom guy to know every single document, who it's for, what it is, that kind of thing. Intelligent capture can actually, you know, do the thinking of 
who is what is this document and who is who is it for? Well, Ken, how why are so many companies looking at cloud-based solutions? The first and primary reason for that is what uh, all of you in the room here. I don't know how many people have a finance background, but it's uh, what they call opex versus capex. Historically, when you buy uh, software or computer systems or whatever, most people looked at it as a capital expenditure. So there's a lot of hesitation about buying something because do I want to spend $50,000 for my business right now, and which is a capital expenditure, and take that hit up front and then uh, depreciate it over five years or six years or whatever and, and then hope that I'll get a return on investment at the end of 12 months or 18 months or 24 months. So that's, that's kind of a big you know, a big event uh, in a, for a small company. But if you think about it now with a subscription-based pricing model and a, uh, combined with a cloud-based solution, you can go with an operational expense. You can immediately just pay a monthly subscription, and you can be uh, in the black immediately. So if you want document management, you can pay 500 bucks a month and maybe already be saving $500 a month from the first month. So there's no waiting on the return on investment. You're already there. Uh, secondly, people like to try before they buy. Uh, we have a big customer called Tug Technologies. They're brand new. They're the ones that make that ground service equipment, those uh, uh, odd-looking vehicles that you see when you're at the airport. You're looking out at the plane. You go, oh, look at that odd-shaped thing that's pushing us back. They make that equipment. And you know what? They're a pretty big company, but they're starting you know, at a fairly low price point with us just in their human resources and in their sales order process because they can. They can just try before they buy. And then... Uh, Last two points, flexibility. You can, uh, if, you're, if you're in a volatile industry and you want to be able to scale up and add more user licenses, you can. But if that industry, if you take a hit and you need to scale back, you can do that too. And that's only, you know, within an operational, you know, kind of an OPEX-type environment. Lastly, security and disaster recovery. Dom, your business, you know, CDI, that's what you all do in hosting these types of solutions. If people are in a hosted center, they don't ever have to think about backup, do they? No, they don't. They can sleep at night. Exactly. Great. We're talking with uh, Ken Kingery. He's with the Mosaic Corporation. And, uh, Ken, earlier you talked about the mobile workforce. How do your solutions assist in the mobile workforce, workforce strategies? Okay. First of all, if you think about it, uh, let's look at uh, the real estate industry, okay? Uh, if I'm a, uh, a company like Metro Brokers, they have 1,200 realtors. Can you control, really, uh, what kind of platform they have at home? Because a real estate agent is what uh, typically uh, a woman, in most cases, demographically speaking, probably working from home. You know, it's hard to tell 1,200 people to all go buy the exact same computer equipment. What are they going to have? They're going to have Macintoshes. They're going to have PCs. They're going to have iPads, things like that. So this, and guess what? They also, uh, they have unique equipment at home, but they want to have, their iPad and their iPhones and their Droid devices and stuff like that when they're visiting clients. So this multi-platform mobility is one of the things that's driving this distributed uh, uh, workforce. So people are on the go. They want to approve documents. In the, in the world of accounting, uh, a lot of uh, accounts payable experts will say that, they're, that the accounting process is being held up by the, guy, the executive that needs to approve documents. Well, you know what? If if he has if he just gets an alert on his iPhone and he sees the invoice right there and the amount and who the vendor is and whatnot, they can just press a button on the iPhone and approve that document from wherever they are. So they're not holding up the process of getting their vendors paid. 
I'm listening to everything you're saying, and, and Dom, all I hear is all the trees we're saving out there in the world because of this paperless society now and, and all the things that, the, that Ken does with his company. You mentioned earlier, Ken, the intelligent document management uh, trend. Uh, talk more about that, please. This is a really interesting area, and it's, it's, the, most, it's the one that's in emerging in terms of new technology. So um, imagine uh, people had to do all the processing of documents in the past. So, for example, if, it, if a claim form came into an insurance agency or an insurance company to process that claim, they'd have to have a person read it and take the data off that form and enter it into their, into their agency management system. Now you have basically computer software that can read these forms and you just tell it, what data do I need from this form entered into our ERP system? Well, now the, the computer can read the form and lift the data and then file the form for you automatically, so why have a person do that? So that's what we call structured form, but the most sophisticated now is, you know, if you talk about invoices, invoices technically are a form, but they're an unstructured form, right? Yeah. They've got... You know, they've got the invoice number, they've got the invoice date, they've got the vendor name, but it's not always in the same place because every, every vendor uses a different, uh, you know, system to produce their invoices. Now the software can read like a human from the uh, upper left all the way down to the lower right of the document and find the things that you want from each of those invoices and then post it to your accounting system automatically. Wow. That's uh that's incredible. Now, obviously, to, to, as we as we transition into that kind of that paperless uh, you know situation, does Mosaic help the, your clients with the acquisition of scanners and, and scanning devices? Absolutely. We've had a partnership with the Kodak Corporation, and a lot of you've heard you know uh, many people have heard that Kodak is in trouble. Well, actually, that's the parent corporation. the The imaging division has always been very successful. They have uh, you know 900 million in revenue, and, and recently they were bought out by another company in Europe, and they're uh, totally in the black, totally successful. You can buy desktop scanners from Kodak today, and each one comes with a three-year guarantee of a warranty. So if it breaks within the three-year period, you dial an 800 number, and they will send you a scanner the next day, and you can just take the broken one and drop it in the box. The new scanner came in and send it back, and you're good to go. But for people who are looking for advice don't know what kind of scanner to get, uh, we have a, we put together a website called freescanneradvice.com. So www.freescanneradvice.com. Go to that site and uh, answer your own questions. We're listening to Ken Kingery with Mosaic Corporation. And uh, Ken, uh, why, do, why do customers choose to do business with Mosaic? What makes you different? What makes you better? Well, first thing is that uh, this document management space is, is a lot more sophisticated than people think. It's just not scanning, you know, PDFs to folders. There's a lot to think about. We've been doing this for 17 years, so we were early in, in the market, and we've been, doing, we've been successful with this. Our customer retention rate is higher than 95%, and we have extremely low turnover of our technical employees, and that's important to our customers that when they call in and they have a service problem, they're not talking to a different person every time. They've got continuity of people, you know, in our business that can help them and, you know, understand their problems. And historically, most of our, our technicians have been with us for 10-plus years. Uh, another reason is that we have a very strong understanding of business problems our clients want to solve. So we understand accounting. We understand human resources, operational areas. We know your business, Gary, sitting across there in the mortgage industry. We work with a lot of mortgage lenders and banks. So we know your business, and we can help you. 
And then finally, we understand different corporate cultures. So if there's a culture that is, uh, let's call it a top-down culture, we understand how to implement in that type of culture. If it's more of a bottom-up where the individual people inside the company tend to be able to shape the success or failure, if you will, of an implementation, we know how to find who those informal leaders are in the corporate culture and, 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 and recruit them to make the implementation successful. So, Ken, do you talk to every business, any business, or do you focus on specific vertical markets, as they say? Well, you know, we do actually have quite a few verticals that we work with, but in a nutshell, I would say that the, the ones that are the, at the top are real estate and property management because it's very paper-centric, you know, which goes with the mortgage industry. Uh, construction, uh, companies like Selig Enterprises are our customers there, you know, the banking and investment advisory business, medical, insurance, government, legal, education, and then automotive. Uh, we actually have quite a few automotive dealerships because you know, if all of, all of us drive cars, when you go in, they have these long repair orders, and we do that for companies like RBM. And then uh, our newest is the restaurant group business. So that's, uh, that's the most recent uh, vertical that we work with, restaurant groups. You know, some of our clients talk about front-end scanning, back-end scanning, this scanning, that scanning. Uh, can, you, can you elaborate on that for our listeners? Historically, people who wanted to go paperless would let their business process unfold by having the paper move around the office the way it always did. And then at the very end of that process, they would scan and file so they would be easy to retrieve. But the, the real return on investment for companies they're finding is by scanning as soon as possible in the process so that the documents are electronic so that they can be circulated faster, collapse the processing time for getting, say, for example, a loan done. Uh, that's that's where, uh, where you get the, the biggest bang for the buck. But if you think about this, going back to the mobile workforce and people working from home, if you didn't scan on the front end, then nobody could work from home, correct? They'd have to be in the office in order to be handed a bucket of paper that comes in from the mail. But if the mail gets scanned into an electronic inbox, then that person could be working from anywhere, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Folks, you've been listening to a document management subject matter expert with Mosaic Corporation, Ken Kingery. Ken, how, uh, how can our listeners reach out to you, and, and uh, what do they need to do to, to, to talk to you about their, uh, their needs? Two easy ways. First, you can call us up uh, the old-fashioned way, 770-452-7373 is our main number. Does anybody do that anymore? <laughs> those, Actually, what, are, what are those things called, phones? <laughs> there, there are a few people that still use the phone, but most people are going to go to www.mosaiccorp.com. M-O-S-A-I-C-C-O-R-P dot com. Thank you, Ken. Next, next on our broadcast is Steve Buddy, principal with Promosation. Did I say that right? You got it right, yeah. Great. Steve, uh, give us some background about Promosation and what you do. Sure. Thanks, Tom. Uh, Promosation, we're a promotional products distributor, and basically that's just a fancy word to say that we help companies like yourselves um, like the radio station here, raise brand awareness through branded and promotional items. Okay. Tell me about, um, you know, how'd you get started in your business? Um, I've had, I've had a, quite a few friends in the business, and from what I heard from them over the past few years, it's, it's, it's a really, um, it's really fun business with a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of companies out there that are looking to expand their brand, and they may not have quite the budget to have a radio show or do radio advertising, TV advertising, things like that. So promotional items are a great, inexpensive way to really get your name out there. And 
it's just one of those things where I saw a lot of opportunity. And from what I understood, that there was not a lot of companies out there that were really doing it well. So I thought there was an opportunity there for, for us to really go out there, educate clients, and help our customers grow their business. Watch out when you say fun, Steve. <laughs> You'll have a lot of competitors. If the business is fun, people are going to want to do it. Hey, uh, so what do you enjoy most about what you do? Well, just piggybacking on the idea of, of having fun with it. It's, it's a fun industry. The items that we sell are fun. People like to receive them. People like to give them out. Uh, we still get excited when we order items for our own office. It's, you know, you kind of tear the box open like Christmas morning <laughs> to see what everything's going to look like. And mostly, I, I really enjoy working with the customers because there are, there are people out there who do not have the big budget. You know, we, we work with customers from small mom-and-pop shops, one, or, one person to Fortune 500 companies. So it's, it's really nice when we get to see somebody who may not have a whole lot of money to do advertising that they can come in, buy 500 pens, buy a couple polo shirts. It really makes them feel good about themselves, and we know that it's going to help them get the word out for their business. Steve Buddy joining us from uh, Promosation. You mentioned that you work with pretty much any size company, big mm-hmm. or small. Uh, what would you, how would you answer the question from a company that says, well, I, I, I don't need items like that. I don't need, you know, how, how do you market yourself? How, how do you, you know, build your business? How, how do you answer their questions? Well, do I really need to have, you know, mugs with my name on them or pens with my name on them? You know, how, what do you say to that type of client? Sure, we get that a lot, and it's actually a really good question. And I, I believe the statistic is there's over 90% of the companies in America use some sort of, sort of promotional products. And the good side about that is 84% of recipients of promotional items can identify with the advertiser. So there's really is, it, there really is a, um, a, a good re- ROI on promotional items. And the most impressive thing is, um, you, I'm sure you're familiar with this in the radio industry, cost per impression. So that's basically the number of times that a prospect will view your ad is just over .004 cents per item. And that's compared with newspapers at 0.019 cents, magazines 0.033. And, uh, and so the savings is pretty significant when it comes to promotional items. And it's not just, you know, pens or mugs. I mean, you can pretty much probably do anything, and there's probably some outlandish stuff that you've done in the past. Talk about some of the, the products and items that, that you can specialize for these companies. Sure. And you're right. There is some outlandish stuff out there. Uh, we've had clients look into put their – their logos on boxing gloves, and uh, <laughs> there's some other things that I probably can't say on air that you can put your, your logo on, but no, it, it, it really is, there's o- over 300,000 products that you can brand with your logo, so it's not just pens and coffee mugs, and a lot of people don't realize when you say promotional items, that can mean anything from t-shirts to polo shirts to even company uniforms, so we have a lot of companies, so we don't use promotional items, and I said, well, you're wearing a promotional <laughs> item right now. <laughs> you got them. That's right. Well, uh, l- let me tell you something that's probably not a secret. You're not the only promotional company out there. Sure. There's a lot of competitors out there. So, so what makes you different? Well, you're right. There is a lot of competition out there, but there's some of the things that make us different. Is We hear a lot from our clients. We just can't get in touch with our people. They're either too busy. We don't hear back from them for a couple of days. You know, most, of the th- most of the time when people are ordering these items, it's for an event or a trade show. So it's very time-sensitive. Um, with our company, we have a fast communication policy, which means we respond to all clients' emails, voicemails, any kind of communication within three hours. Uh, we're very detailed and informative, which, as I mentioned earlier, there's over 300,000 promotional items out there. So if we just send somebody to our website and say, hey, go pick something that you, you like, it's, it's very overwhelming for our clients. So we really do a good job of getting to know what you're buying the products for, whether it's an event or a trade show. 
who's going to be your main audience? What are you trying to achieve from the products that you're buying? And we try to come up with a plan that will fit in their budget and will be something that the people who receive the items ultimately want to receive. So there's some consultation there. It's not just an order taker. You know, you just pick up the phone and how many pens do you want? I mean, you actually work with the company, get to know them. Sure, absolutely. And I think that's the only way to do it, to be successful in it, because every client that we, that we have that orders from us, you know, we want them to be a lifelong client. We don't want to just take the first order and say, hey, thanks, you know, see you later. So it's more of a, a consultation. It's more of a work with their marketing team, work with their advertising team to really try to get down to what they're using these products for and what their end goal is. You know, it's, it's not just a, hey, order a bunch of pens, go hand them out, and, and let us know how it works. Steve, sounds like you're really tuned in. It's, uh, Thanks. It's, uh, what, what do you think uh, the industry looks like in, say, four or five years, your business and the uh, industry you're in the promotion business? Well, I think our business, especially in our industry, it's, it's going to have to be more client-focused. That's why we're trying to really get ahead of that game right now. And I see us, you know, we're, we're coming up on our one-year mark next month, so we're excited about that. So five years from now, it's, it's a little bit far on the horizon. But the way I see it is we're trying to grow the company right now while we're still trying to provide excellent customer service. So we don't want to lose sight of that fact. Uh, we'd like to continue to grow, but in five years, I think we'll be at a point where we can just focus on our current clients and work with clients, work with referrals, and just really add that level of service that I think a lot of clients are not getting in our industry. And one of our, our sayings in office is we're not trying to be the biggest promotional products company, but we want to be one of the best. You're listening to Steve Buddy with Promosation. Steve, I was looking at your website last night, and uh, how about a little trivia for you today? <laughs> okay, go for it. So uh, how many promotional caps does the average guy own? Believe it or not, you guys might be counting in your heads right now, but the average guy owns eight promotional caps. And uh, how, many, how many years does the average Joe keep a branded T-shirt? Branded T-shirt is kept for five years. So you can imagine all the impressions you get from having a T-shirt for five years. Every time you wear that, hundreds of people see you, and that's just more advertisement for your company. I'm doing it in my head, Dom, and thinking of the, the shirts that are hanging in my closet, and I'm probably a little more than five years, a lot of them. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Steve, uh, how can our listeners reach out to you to find out more about your company? And, and uh, Well, one of the easiest ways is you can go to our website. And as I mentioned, we do have hundreds of thousands of products on there. So don't get overwhelmed with that. But the website is www.promosation.com. And that's P-R-O-M-O-Z as in zebra, A-T-I-O-N.com. And you can also reach us on our toll-free number at 877 864 nine zero four five and if you are a bit overwhelmed and not really quite sure what you what you're looking for just give us a call we can help you out with your project i've got to ask steve the name of the company promosation did you converge a couple different words together was this maybe an out a night you guys are out having some adult refreshments and you came up with it talk about the name of the company <laughs> believe it or not it took this is one of the last things that we came up with was the name of the company there's just so many companies out there and we just found that a lot of the company names are boring <laughs> so we wanted something that would stand out, that would kind of convey what we did. And I go to a lot of networking events, and I have Steve Buddy Promosation on there. And it never fails that we always get someone come up and say, Promosation, what, what do you guys do? So it's a, it's a conver conversation starter uh, along with just kind of giving our name out there and, and telling people a little bit what we, what we do. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration Managed Services. 
Next up, we have Gary Lewis with Carrington Mortgage Services. Good morning, Gary. Hello, Welcome Dominic. to the show. Tell us uh, about your company and what you're doing. Dominic, we do residential mortgage lending, and um, it's a very broad field. Uh, everybody understands and knows what mortgages is, um, has a need for to cross paths with someone in the mortgage world at some time or another. So um, it's, it's fun. It's a good business. How would you get involved in that business, Gary? You know, uh, my first life was in the textile world. And um, when all of that went overseas, thanks to our buddy Jimmy Carter, um, then I had to use <coughs> find something to do other than live in Columbia. So um, uh, I used my accounting background, and a friend of mine was in this business, and uh, this is my 21st year. Congratulations. I, uh, thank you. That's awesome. It's been fun. So what do you enjoy most about this business, this mortgage business? It's got to be something if you've been staying in it for 21 years. You know, we, um, we've we survived. It's uh, 07 pretty much decimated our industry. Um, the largest lender in the world countrywide is now part of B of A. You know, they're, they're out of business. Fannie and Freddie are out of business. They're owned by the government. Um, so... Uh, it's uh, it's been a real um, real trial and tribulation here the last five years. Mm-hmm. So um, I've hooked up with Carrington, and I'm real excited about this group. Um, uh, Carrington was a, a hedge fund that bought a couple of out of business mortgage companies mm-hmm. and cleaned them up, and then hired um, some really dynamic people to come in and structure the wholesale which means to sell to brokers. See, we're a lender, and lenders are different than banks, and lenders are different than brokers. So um, we um, just have the wholesale, and then we have retail. And retail is the side I'm in where we're dealing with real estate agents and borrowers. Those are our two customers. Well, things are coming back. It sounds like you're connected and heading in the right direction. Well, I think the economy is coming back. Um, We're all watching it carefully because everybody's gotten burned, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, back in 07, we thought, oh, okay, it's another recession. It'll last a year. We'll be here when it's over. Well, (laughs) you know, we're still just getting over it. So, um, yeah, everybody's still figuring out what's what, but, um, uh, those of us that have survived in the business and there's probably 25% of us still in it from what it was during its heyday, um, have to choose carefully and choose a business that does what it says it's going to do, and that's close and fund mortgage loans. And we do that. We do that within – we have a 25-day promise. Um, I, I don't ha, – have you done any mortgage business yeah. lately? I just paid it off. That's all. Oh, good for you. Wow. That's wonderful. Um, the, the average close is somewhere between 45 and 60 days. And so for us to do it in 25 days, we're using our document management, and we're pushing the heck out of the whole process, just taking the, the fluff out of it and, um, and getting it done. And I'm really excited about it. 
We're listening to uh, Gary Lewis with Carrington Mortgage um, Services. Um, Gary, when a, when a homeowner or potential homeowner is, is trying to decide which mortgage company to use, what types of questions should they be asking? Because there's a, as, as, I, as I mentioned with uh, Steve, there's a lot of companies out there that do exactly what you do. So what kind of questions that should they be asking, and what do you believe would lead them to Carrington? You know, Mike, most, um, most pricing is about the same. Everybody's, I mean, prices are not a secret. Everybody's got the internet. And, and, um, so pricing is not a huge factor, but cost is a lot of companies have different fees that they charge and you should, you should, uh, shop your fees, uh, shop your rate also, but the rate makes a very small difference in your overall payment. So you should be less rate conscious and more payment conscious and then fee conscious. And so you've got to find somebody you trust because um, uh, most people today are busy and most people are focused on making money in their business. And um, you can get on the Internet and you can learn my business if you want to, but you're wasting your time because you're going to do one deal and it'll last you for five, seven years until you go do your next deal. So why learn the mortgage industry just to close one loan? So you need to find somebody you trust. You need to find somebody that's going to treat you right, and you need and they need to be with a company that supports them. For that person out there that's looking to maybe get their first mortgage, what kind of things do they need to have in order? What to have their ducks in a row? So when they come to see you, I mean, you would say, okay, you know, here's what I need from you, so we can move forward in the process. Well, now you and I've talked about this a little bit, so that's that's great. Um, that first mortgage is is fun. That's that's. The most enjoyable people to work is, with. Is it fun or is it sca- fun for you? Uh, it Maybe is. a little fun or scary for for the, for the uh, client. Well, but that's because what this makes is it one, fun one of us. the biggest decisions they'll make in their life. Of course, you know, getting a house. You know, it is a big decision, but it is a business decision. Um, if you try to fall in love with your home before you buy it, you're going to be in for a lot of disappointment because there's multiple bids on homes today. And so, you know, people get all fired up. Oh, we found our dream home, and we, you know, bop, 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 and they don't get it. And so then they go find their, oh, their next dream home. You know, you don't run out of dream homes. I mean, having a home is wonderful. So uh, you got to look at it as a business. You got to get your, your house in order. And um, number one is your credit. And, and credit is not as hard as everybody wants to make it out to be. Get your credit pulled, it's not hard. We do what's called a tri-merge, which is where we pull all three bureaus and we merge them together to where your, you know, your credit card doesn't show up three times. It shows up once for all three bureaus. And then you sit down with the person you trust, hopefully, you're, you know, hopefully someone from Carrington. And, um, and we go through and we show you how to get your credit to be as stellar as it can be with what you've got started with. And within 60 days, you can get a credit report fixed. You know, I'm thinking, you know, for a lot of folks, especially for first-time home buyers, mm-hmm. it can be a, an intimidating process. But it sounds like you kind of walk them through it and, 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 and make them feel a little bit more, uh, you know, that they're in control and make them feel better about the whole process. And, and uh, th- there is some advice, as you say, you, you kind of help them along the process, much like uh, Steve does with his company. Well, my children have all just graduated from college, and so they're all in that first-time homebuyer world. And I look at 
anyone that comes to me as one of my children. I mean, I want to treat them as well as I want someone to treat my kids. So, yes, it's a very, it's a huge responsibility. It's a huge um, trust. And, um, and we better not mess it up. Gary, tell us how people can learn more about Carrington Mortgage and contact you for a great mortgage. Um, CarringtonHomeLoans.com is uh, the website. And um, my phone number is 404-406-2276. Please call. Um, We are looking for stellar uh, loan officers right now to grow our business. Um, We're fairly new to Georgia. This is a California company that um, is run by a bunch of guys that used to be with City Mortgage. And um, and, uh, I'm telling you, they've engineered the entire process. The document management, Ken, you would love it because everything is service level agreements and they stick to it and the paper moves and digitally moves. Um, And when, when... when someone like me at the tail end of the process says we can do this, we do. We get it done. So it's uh, it's it's a good time to be in this business. Well, that's refreshing, and uh, I wish you the best, Gary. Thank uh, you, Dominic. It's good, it's good to, to see you again. Yeah, you too. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk business to business. A special thank you to our guest today, Ken Kingery with Mosaic Corporation. Steve Buddy with Promosation, and Gary Lewis with Carrington Mortgage Services. Thank you all for being on the show. I'm Dom Rainey, along with uh, my co-host, Mike Salmon, for CDI Managed Services, where we work with companies to maximize their investment through outsourced IT infrastructure support and cloud solutions. To listen to this show and other Silver Lining in the Cloud broadcasts, go to silverlining.businessradiox.com. Until next time, remember, when it comes to outsourcing IT support and cloud computing, CDI Managed Services is your silver lining in the cloud.